0: Talk about the extra life God has for you. Amen. Yes. Come on, look your neighbor right in the face and just say, God has something more. He really does have something more for you. Ephesians 3 and 20 says this. Now unto him, this is, this is talking about God, unto him, unto God, that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. Somebody say all. all. All that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. I'm talking about the God that flung the stars in the sky, that has a plan for you that so far exceeds your expectations that it's never even entered into your mind everything that he's planned for you. But if you're going to live the extra life, you're going to experience more of God, I'm going to give you three keys today to get us from where we are to actually experiencing it. Because it's one thing to own a thing. It's a whole nother thing to experience a thing. The Bible says, now unto him. Somebody say him. him. When you think about God, You've got to think about the one who loves you more than love has ever existed in your thought process. The one who cares for you, the one whose compassion for you is overwhelming, the one who has a plan to save your children and your grandchildren, the one that has a plan to restore your marriage, the one that has a plan to set your feet on a solid rock unto him who is able to do, somebody say able. If you're taking notes, write this down. This is number one God is able. If God loves you, but He's incapable, He can't help you. But God loves you and He is able. Somebody say, God is able. God is able. It's one thing when you go to somebody because you need help, but they want to help you, but they can't help you. If you're going through life, Stop asking for advice from somebody that doesn't have any. Most of the time we don't want advice. We want somebody that will agree with our pitiful self. But God is able... You see, when you take it to the throne of grace, the Bible says you can go to God unashamed, you can go to God boldly, make your requests known unto Him, and when you go to the throne of heaven, you are able to do so because of the blood of the Lamb, but He is also able to help and aid your situation. In other words, there are other gods, lowercase g, but there is only one God, capital G, who is the author and the finisher of your faith. He is more than able. The first thing you gotta know if you're gonna live the extra life is you gotta serve a God that's able your friends and family aren't gonna be there at 3 o'clock in the morning when you can't sleep and you can't figure out why your baby won't close their eyes and all kind of problems are coming against you, you're gonna have to have a relationship with God yourself but the truth of it is if you have a relationship with somebody that can't help you you got two people that can't help themselves this is what the bar stool looks like at 3 o'clock in the morning every day of the week you got a bunch of people that can't help themselves. And they're talking to somebody who can't help themselves about something that they need help with. And you've got a whole bunch of people who are incapable trying to come up with a solution when the reality is the Bible says unto Him. Somebody say Him. Him. Unto Him who is able. The Bible says God is able. If you're going to have a problem in your life, aren't you glad you've got a God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above more than you could ask or think? If you're going to experience the extra life, and it's very important that you do because God's trying to make you a spectacle. God's trying to make you a spectacle. He's trying to make you a great nation amongst your peers. He's trying to make you a great nation because somebody's got to break out so they can help everybody else get out. Oh, what do you mean you got to break out? I mean somebody's got to go to sleep without fear of a nightmare so that you can teach somebody else that God will give you peace in the midnight hour as well. Somebody has to break out. I think it ought to be you. Come on, just lift one hand to heaven. Say, I'm breaking out. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, somebody's got to break out. But the only way you break out is serve a God bigger than you because if God's not bigger than you, why are you serving him? you got to believe he's able. That means when the doctor's report comes in, we're not mad at doctors. I thank God for doctors. Tell me another profession that, that takes an oath like they take to help people. I love doctors. But if there's a bad report, you got to believe God's able. And you got to believe God's able before the report comes because when the report comes, now you're going to be operating on what's already on the inside of you. So what you need on the inside of you is the water of the Word so that in that moment out of your belly can flow rivers of living water because you ain't got time to get ready when it's time to be ready. you got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. There's a shift coming in your life. And I'm here to tell you that God is able, but you've got to get it down deep in your believing system that you say, man, if the devil comes in like a flood, I know God's going to lift up a standard, and he's just not going to lift up a standard. He is able. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want to help you. Oh, if I had it, I'd do it. If, I had you, if you had it, you wouldn't do it. Because if you would do it, you'd already be doing something with what you have. Oh, if I had it, I would do it. You no, know, you wouldn't either. Because if you would do it, God would give it to you. You see, there's a shift that comes whenever you go, wait a minute, God really is able. Now, everything filters through that. Come on, give God a big hand of praise this morning. Number one, God is able. He's able to do what? He's able to do exceeding, abundantly, above. Exceeding, abundantly, above. There's a story in the Bible. You guys may remember it. Jesus is preaching I love any time in the Bible where Jesus is talking, and he's preaching, and the Bible says, he looks over the disciples, there's like 5,000 people there. There's actually more than that, but he says there's 5,000 men there, and the Bible says that of the 5,000 people, that very few people or nobody had much to eat. So Jesus said, hey, we need to feed these people, and the disciples says, well, how are we going to get some money enough to feed these people? And they said, well, uh, Jesus said, well, he said, i tell you what, he said, he said, just look around, see what we can come up with. And the little boy had some bread and some fish, and they brought it to the disciples, and the Bible says the disciples look at it and said, Jesus, all we have here is a little bit of bread and a little bit of fish. And Jesus said, did y'all go to Long John Silvers? And Peter said, we wanted to go to Chick-fil-A, but it was Sunday. <laughs> so they got the bread and the fish, praise the Lord. And he's sitting there and, and, and Jesus said, I tell you what, he said, have everybody sit down. He takes the bread and the fish and he asks his dad to bless him. He said, Father, would you bless this? And he says, then he begins to distribute. He said, pass this out to everybody. And begin to pass the bread and the fish out. And the Bible says, everybody eats all they want. And when they were full and they didn't want anything else, Jesus said, now go out and gather up anything that is extra so that nothing goes to waste. And they went out and the Bible says there were 12 baskets of leftovers you get a fish sandwich you get a fish sandwich you get a fish sandwich no tartar who had no tartar okay great you get a fish sandwich you get a fish sandwich then they come back by and they say is this is this all is this is did everybody get what they wanted and everybody said actually we have we have too much what are you supposed to do when you have too much come on you got to give something away they walk around with a basket Looks like an offering to me. Put it in the offering, bring it back to Jesus. And Jesus said, see, I'm the one that gave them the seed in the first place. And now they're giving it back. And he's going, this is how the whole thing works. When you do this, he does exceeding, abundantly, above. But here's the thing. Exceeding abundantly above, that's not necessarily a position unless you identify what it is comparing to. So exceeding abundantly above, above what? Above is not a position, above is a difference from a current position. So if you say 15 is above 10, you have itemized that 15 is something that is higher than 10. But if you don't ever itemize what the baseline is that has to be surpassed, you don't know what above even means. Above what? The sun is above my head. That means it is above my head. But if I just say the sun is above, I say the sun is above what? So we have to figure out when it comes to the Holy Scripture, he said he'll do exceeding abundantly above, above what? Number two, exceeding abundantly above all, somebody say all, all that we ask. Number one, God is able. Number two, he's going to exceed what you ask. Anytime in the Bible that you read from the book of James, it's very important because the book of James was written by Jesus' brother. Jesus' little brother, James, probably had more time with Jesus than anybody else. Uh, Jesus probably changed James' diapers, no joke. They were together all the time. James even said himself to be a slave or a servant to Christ. In other words, Jesus had such an impact on his younger brother that he vowed his entire life to serve him. What I'm trying to say is you can have a good relationship with your sibling. It's available, but it's part of the extra life. It's part of the side of life that God pays for So the Bible says uh, that James, uh, who who writes all these wonderful things, like he followed Jesus around, he saw Jesus work his whole life, and he said, he would say things like this. He would say, he would say, faith without works is, faith without works is dead. In other words, there needs to be some, some, something behind what you put your, what you put your faith in. In other words, uh, another scripture says it like this. It says, uh, we should be doers of the word and not just Hearers only. So faith without works is dead. We're supposed to be doers of the word, not hearers only. Well, James also makes this great point in chapter 4. He says this. He says, you don't have something because you haven't asked for it. Crystal and I are constantly trying to we, we, we really do try to focus and, and raise our kids the best we know how but sometimes we are waiting for them to ask for something before they receive it because I want them to know if you don't ask you don't get it If you listen they may ask and the answer might be no and they need to hear that from time to time somebody say amen, amen. even though it's 2018 and it's not popular I still think parents should actually be raising their kids and kids should not be raising their parents Y'all should have seen the looks on the faces of the claps when I just said that. All the moms in the house were like, that man can preach right there. (laughs) Glory to God. I wish he'd just preach that for about five minutes. Quit trying to tell me how to raise my kids anyway. I'm with you. I think parents should be parents. But there's two sides to that coin. I think we ought to be making the attempt. If you're sitting back on your laurels and you're not making the attempt and your kids aren't turning out how you want, sometimes we got to go, wait a minute, am I actually putting in the time? Because good time, bad time, no time, the common denominator is time. Raising kids won't cost you something, it'll cost you everything. It'll cost you your sleep in the midnight hour. My mom told me one time, I said, man, what's it like having kids? She said, it's like your heart is walking around outside your body. The Scripture says, matter of fact, James said, you have not because you ask not. So number one, God is able. Number two, you got to ask. Ask Him to do it. Go boldly before the throne and make your request known unto God. What do you believe in God for? Are you believing God for for a new career? Ask Him. And ask Him in faith. The Bible says when we ask, we believe, we receive. Listen to this. When we pray, That's when we believe. So the first thing you got to do if you're going to experience the exceeding abundantly above is you got to know God is able down deep on the inside. We're not talking about some kind of a weak God, some kind of an idea, some kind of an ideology. He is God and he is able. When he speaks, all of heaven and earth comes to attention. God is able. But number two, you have access to the throne. Don't waste it. Go to God and make your requests known unto him. Go boldly before the throne. Boldly does not mean arrogantly. You can't go because you got it right. You've been a rascal since day one. You go to the throne because when you walk in, the Bible says you are clothed in Christ. You are enveloped in Christ Jesus. The blood of Jesus has washed your sins that were crimson, white as snow. And when you walk in, he sees no differentiation between his own son and you. So when you say, Dad, can I have it? It sounds like Jesus is talking because you are enveloped in who Christ is. You can boldly come before the throne because you dwell on the inside of Christ Jesus. Go to the throne. Make your request known unto him. If you have a son or a daughter that's bound by drugs or addiction, walk into the throne of grace and say, God, you're stronger than any drug. You're stronger than any addiction. You're stronger than any idea. I'm your child and I'm asking you, set my son free in Jesus' name. Make your requests known unto him. You have not because you ask not. No, we're not going to go through this life acting like we don't have some, some, some uh, privileges. Praise the Lord. There are some privileges to being born in the right family. And you happen to be born again into the family of Almighty God. There are some privileges. you got access to the extra life. Somebody just say extra. John 10.10 says this. It said, the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus said this. He said, I came that you may have life and you might have some extra life with it. Life more abundant. There is something about living for God. That says, I'm not going to live the status quo. I'm not going to live the normal life. If God has a blessing for me, I'm going to receive it. Jesus paid for it. I'm going to walk in it. And one of the greatest ways to experience the blessed, highly favored, exceeding abundantly above life is, number one, you got to know He's able. And number two, got to ask Him. Come on, give God a big hand of praise this morning. We're not just gonna. We're not just gonna kick through life. We're gonna actually ask Him. Well, I, I don't know exactly what what would be best for me to have. You know, some stuff. Wouldn't it be better if you're if 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 you're if you weren't sick? You can ask Him. Say, Lord, would you just. Let that healing power of Gilead, the power of Calvary, just get on me right now in the name of Jesus. Let every symptom that has ever risen up against me be rebuked in the name of Jesus Christ. You just begin to live and breathe and walk it. And all of a sudden, things just begin to shift. Number three. Number one, you got to know he's able. Number two, you got to ask. Number three, you got to think. Book of Proverbs chapter 23 says this. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Don't look around, but don't we all know those people, that person or whatever in our life, that everybody's always out to get them? Now, the truth is, they just think that. But that's the the reality they're living in. Because as a person thinks, so I, you know, I was driving, <sighs> little highway six, trying to get to Chick-fil-A, forgot it was Sunday. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I mean I'm sitting there, I'm in my Toyota Corolla, praise the Lord, and this 18-wheeler pulls over in front of me, and I just know they were trying to slow me down. That 18-wheeler started in McAllen, Texas, headed to Delaware. They can't even see a Corolla in their rearview mirror, praise (laughs) the Lord. But you think they're out to get you. The person driving the 18-wheeler's not out to get you. The thief comes to steal kill and destroy. Stop pointing your finger at all these people that don't even know you are there you are giving them the right to destroy your peace when he says my peace I give to you and my peace I don't take away from you and it is a peace that will surpass all it it surpasses all of your understanding but when you begin to give that peace away knowingly and willingly now all of a sudden what you think becomes your reality. Everybody's against me even the 18 wheelers hate me the 18-wheeler doesn't hate you. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. As a man thinks. We've got to change the way we think. And we'll change who we are. The first thing we've got to know is we don't serve a baby God. He is God. He is able. Number two, ask him. You say, well, I don't know exactly what I should ask for. You know some stuff. Now, I'll tell you the secret to prayer. You always end with a caveat. You ask, you make your request, but then you say, but I still think you're bigger than me, God. Therefore, nevertheless, yeah. thou will be done. Because what he's going to do is he's going to exceed your requests and your expectations. He's going to exceed your requests and your expectations. So praise God. Up your request game. Quit quit asking for crumbs in this thing. When he's trying to give you cities. Oh, God, if you just make it where I could just, you know, be able to get a foot-long subway instead of a 12-inch subway, I would know that you are forever on the throne. In el nombre de Jesús. Amen. I know I make jokes, but he's going to exceed whatever you ask. Yes. Right. Yes. If, if you're just, if you're just praying that little 12 inch prayer, you don't have to go very high to pass it because the only thing God is bound by is his word. And we don't use his word to manipulate him. We use his word to find out more about him so that we can access and experience more of him because the more of him you have here, the more of him that pours out everywhere else. You start saying, God, I just thank you that right now I've got to make some really wise decisions. And I'm really being... As, 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 as good as I know to be in the area of whatever you're praying for but God I'm believing you in the name of Jesus that I will just like your Bible says I will lay up for my children and my children's children an inheritance God I know that it is no more difficult for you than to relieve my migraine headache today than it would be for you to rebuke migraines off of my family line for all eternity so I thank you that I'll never have another one in the name of Jesus Christ unto you Lord God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above more than I could ask or think my children won't wrestle with migraines my grandchildren won't wrestle with migraines I am healed by the stripes on Jesus' back you are more. More than capable, oh God. See, what happens is you begin to pray. You begin to ask at a higher level and then for Him to surpass it. Because He's not just going to answer your prayer. Maybe I'll do a, a sermon series sometime. I'll just call it that. God doesn't answer prayer. He surpasses your prayer exceedingly, abundantly. You're sitting there praying, oh, God, if you could just, in Jesus' name, if you just help me and my husband, like, not cuss each other out for, like, five minutes of the day. Just, like, five, just five, five minutes. No cussing out. It'll be great. And he's going, I'm trying to restore the love of your youth. I want you to look at him. Listen, listen how the Bible talks. Y'all love this. You should read it. Song of Solomon. My husband is like a stag jumping from mountaintop to mountaintop. <laughs> Let me just tell you something, ladies. You want to know the secret? The secret of how... I don't even have to know your husband. I'll just tell you this will work, okay? You walk in, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, what's up? (laughs) You're like a stag. (laughs) What'd you say, woman? (laughs) You're like a stag. What is a stag, woman? Just jumping from mountaintop to mountain. Oh, well, well, praise God. I tell you, I kind of am stagly, aren't I, honey? Now that I think about it, I was thinking the same thing this morning. Praise the Lord. You better, you better watch out. Kids go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you walk in. I just want you to know I've been thinking about you all day your hair is like goats running down a mountain (laughs) that's really what it says your hair is like goats running down a mountain woman you need a new translation of the Bible sir Your teeth are like wool. I can work with that. What happens is, is, you pray these little baby prayers, he don't have to do much to pass it. Exceeding abundantly above. But you start saying, God, I just, I may have missed the mark in some areas in the relationship with my wife and my children I'm not here to make excuses. I'm just here to ask you to forgive me. And I'm asking you, God, would you restore the love of my youth? Would you, would you help me be patient? Would you help me be kind? Would you help me to never return venom for venom? Could you do that? And you'll just find the almighty hand of God begin to move on your life. Because, listen, number one, he's able. Number two, when you ask him, he's going to do it. And then when you begin to think on those things, so you walk in and you say, no, 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 no. She's more precious than silver. She's the fairest among 10,000. You can use that one, guys. Hey, uh, baby. You can write it down if you need to. Remember how you said I was a stag? Yeah, I remember. (laughs) Stag. Well, you are a fairy of (laughs) 10,000. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Her heart's going to melt like grass-fed Kerrygold butter, all right? And all of a sudden, all the issues of the world just fade for a moment. And it's not just two humans two people that God has joined together and the Bible says let no man put asunder and all of a sudden things begin to melt and come in perspective but listen you just keep asking those little baby prayers you'll get baby answers and then a little more but if you go to heaven you say no 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 I think I can have it all why can I have it all because now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ now unto him come on let's read it together throw it on the screen Ephesians three twenty. Now unto him that is able to do, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. If you're going to live the extra life, you're going to have to believe he's able. You're going to have to ask. You're going to have to ask. Then you're just going to have to start to think different. You're going to have to start believing the Bible that says that you're blessed coming in and blessed going out Amen. when you hadn't seen it yet. When your money's not touching an or agreeing, you're going to have to believe God anyway. When the doctor's report hasn't changed, you're going to have to hold fast your confession of faith. It says, by his stripes I'm healed. Healed is not something you get. Healed is something you are. Healed by the stripes on Jesus' back. I'm not sick trying to get healed. I'm, a, I'm healed fighting off a symptom. You begin to think different, see? And then he begins to do exceeding, come on somebody, abundantly above, more than you can ask or think, more, just more, that extra life. If all he did was save us from hell, we'd have enough to sing amazing grace for all eternity. But he's not a just God in that capacity. In other words, he just does one thing. He is an exceeding abundantly above more than you can ask or think God. He's an extra God. He could have just fed the 5,000. Instead, he had 12 baskets left over. He could have just saved Noah and his family. Instead, he saved all the animals too. Why did he save a snake? that's a real question. Why would he save a snake? What's wrong with you, Noah? I'd have been over there going, I got them all, God. <laughs> the Lord been like, what was that? No, I said, man, when the Spirit hits me, I just gotta go. <laughs> is... Come on, stand to your feet. We're gonna take a few minutes and pray before we dismiss. Bring the worship team back up, please, or just leave the kids off, you know. Um. We're going to pray for just a minute. Maybe that's you today and you say, you know what, preacher? I see what you're saying. I want to up my my game. First thing I want to do is I want to commit to believe God that He's able. Because if He's not able, He can't help you. But if He's able, He can do all things. Maybe you say it differently. Maybe you say, you know what? I know He's able, but but I really hadn't asked Him for anything. You have not because you asked not. Maybe you've been just kind of thinking Mom, maybe some things. The Bible says things will creep in unawares, just thoughts, ideas, just begin to creep in. It'll just, it'll just sneak in, and before you know it, you're just bitter, and you're like, why am I so bitter? That's not what I want to be. We're going to change the way we think, because as we think, that's how we're going to be, as a man thinks in his heart. So is he. So if you're here today, and you need prayer for anything we're going to give you an opportunity to be prayed for. There'll be some, some prayer partners right up here at the front in just a minute. I want to be clear, this is not just for our members. This is for anybody. Maybe you have a job interview this week. We're going to believe God with you that you're going to go to the head of the class, that you're going to get the job, two or three job offers. You can pick which one you want. Praise the Lord. We're going to believe God with you for your family, for your friends. If you, if you have a bad report on your physical body, we're going to believe God for healing. We, are, we do not believe God makes people sick. The reason we don't believe that is because Jesus said the devil tries to make people sick. And I came that they may have life and extra life. The Bible says a house divided against itself can't stand. If you have two thought processes, one's going to chew up the other one. He is one. He does not change. He has been healing the sick from the very beginning. And he is healing the sick even now. So if you need healing in your physical body, we're going to believe God for it. We're going to believe God with you for healing of diabetes. If you have diabetes, I just want you to know, if you've had that reported on your life, At this church, this is a place where diabetes dies in your, in, your family, in your family line. It dies in your family line right here. We've had lots of people healed of diabetes, cancers, growths, uh, growths, tumors gone during service. It's happened right here in moments just like what we're about to have when you come up and somebody's going to hold hands with you and pray let me just say this they're not going to yell at you they're not going to shake you they're just going to hold your hand gently and they're going to pray the prayer of faith in and over your life they're going to agree with you that God's word is true we're going to believe God that he'll do exactly what he said and he said he'll do exceeding abundantly above more than we can ask or think? So if you're here today and you need prayer for anything, maybe it's a family deal, maybe it's sickness, maybe it's uh, you're believing God for increase, maybe you need increase. We're going to open the altars up in just a minute. I want you to know, it would break my heart if you left here the same as you came. Let God do something in your life today before you leave. Let's all bow our heads, lift one hand to heaven. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ as we bring these prayers to you here in just a moment number one we believe you're able why would we pray to a God that can't help us you are able you can do it we know it Lord God and you are willing to do it Lord as we bring our petitions our requests to you we're asking that you would not just hear them but you would do what your word says that you would be faithful to answer Lord, as we commit to change our thinking and begin to trust you at that higher level, we just ask in Jesus' name that you would do what only you could do, that you would move all of the mountains and walls that are in our way and that you would cause your will to be done in our life, which is that we would experience life and the extra life. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Give God a big hand of praise. If you need prayer for anything, come out of your chair right now. Meet one of these prayer partners right up here at the front. The ushers will direct you, no problem. If you need prayer for anything, let God change your life today. Let God do something powerful in your life. If you don't need specific prayer today, don't be a spectator for the next few minutes participate with us. We're going to worship God for just another minute or two. Then we're going to dismiss service. But worship God with us. See that God won't do something powerful in your life today. God bless you. Lift your hands. Let's worship Him.
1: You are here You're moving in our midst I worship you I worship you You are in this place. I worship you, you are here, and you're healing every heart. I worship you, I worship you, you are here, and you're turning light.
0: pray Becky Tommy come help us pray we make a miracle work promise keep
1: light in the darkness my God that is who you are. we make a miracle work promise keep light in the darkness my god that is are. Light
0: the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Come on, every hand lifted.
1: Way make miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. That is who you are. That is who
0: you are. If you need prayer, you're welcome to still come up. If you're at the altars, please keep praying. But if you're in your seat or at your seat, I'm going to ask you to just bow your head and close your eyes for just a second. Maybe you're here today and you say, I get it, but but I don't know where I stand with God. We want you to know... That you don't have to leave here that way. Jesus died for you and for me, each one of us. He gives a free gift of salvation. I don't want you leaving here worried about where you stand with him. So if you're here today and you've never given your heart to Jesus, or you'd say it differently, you'd say, you know what? I used to walk strong with him, but I'm backslidden. I'm like the prodigal son. Ooh, I feel the spirit of God in here. Maybe you're, maybe you're like the prodigal son you say today's a new day and i want to give my life to him fresh if that's you and you've never given your life to jesus or you need to return your life to him with no one looking around every head bowed every eye closed when i count to three i want you to lift your hand And with an uplifted hand you're saying oh god remember me and he really really will if that's you you've never given your life to jesus or you'd say it differently you'd say you know what i'm far from him and i need to get back if that's you just lift there's already hands going up If that's you and I count to three, lift it high. I see these hands. One, two, three, lift your hand, tall and bold. I see that hand, 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 praise the Lord, I see that hand, praise the Lord. Is there anyone else before I see that hand before we dismiss? Don't leave here and don't know him. Oh, to know him. I see that hand. God bless you in the back. If you lifted your hand or you wanted to, I want you to pray this prayer after me from the bottom of your heart. Matter of fact, the whole church is going to help us pray. Say this. Say, Oh God, I come to you now and I ask you to save me. Write my name in your book. I repent of my sins and I give you my life. Thank you, Jesus. For providing life and life more abundant. I'm a Christian now. On my way to heaven. In Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We're so proud of you if you made that decision. Listen, your next step at our church is to get involved in our unbroken faith class. That's where you find out a little bit more about the decision that you actually just made. But another question I want to ask is simple the Bible says that everybody that's planted in the house of God flourishes in this courts. maybe you're a Christian but you're not planted anywhere you can't grow if you're not planted go uproot a tree and watch how fast it dies no matter how big the tree is a tree has to be planted to grow so maybe you're here and you say man, I need to get planted I agree, you need to get planted praise the Lord, you need to get planted and in our church we have one vision it's super simple if you know it, say it with me We exist to love people and point them to Christ. If you can get behind that, you know people that we don't know. You can help us accomplish that great task in this region. So if you're here today, you say, man, I sense the presence of God in worship. That preacher is an incredible preacher and exceptionally good looking. Just kidding. Maybe you're here and you say, no, for real, I sense God telling me that this is the house for me. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you to the front. There's no prerequisite to join. You don't have to be here for a hundred years and then join. I'm just going to ask you in just a second as a declaration of faith to lift your hand. And when you lift your hand, what I'm believing is a step of faith that's taking place and you're getting plugged in. And now you are a partaker. You're a partner with every grace that's on this house. Let me just tell you about some of those graces. Number one, you come here, you're going to get healed in the name of Jesus Christ. God's going to begin to increase you. So if you come here and get rich, don't blame me. Praise the Lord. But God's going to move in your life. So if that's you and you say, man, I need a, I need a place to call home. This is a really good church. And we really do want what's best for you. So if that's you, you say, man, I need, to, I need to join New Heights Church today. When I count to three, just lift your hand and we're just going to tell you we love you. One, two, three, lift your hand, tall and bold. Praise God right there. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, ma'am. Anybody else? God bless you. Listen, I'm going to pray a special prayer over you in just a second, but for every first-time guest and every person that's here joining our church, I would love to meet you after service. My name is Brian. My wife and I pastor the church. I'll be at the light wall in the lobby. You don't know what the light wall is? When you get out there, you'll know. Praise the Lord. It's a wall of lights. But I'd love to meet you, say hello, and celebrate that great decision that you've made to join the church. Amen? Give God another big hand of praise. Let's all lift our hands. Father, for everyone who's joining the church today. I pray that you would bless them coming in and going out. I thank you that as they get connected to this house, that they're a partner with every grace that's on this house and a partaker thereof. I call forth healing to be the standard in their home. I call forth peace to be the standard in their home. I call forth the increase to come upon them. I call forth joy to come upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord God, for having your hand on them this day and every day. Now, for every person under the sound of my voice, I pray that you would bless your people coming in, bless them going out, bless them in the city and the field, this day and every day, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you. We'll see you Wednesday night. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. If you'd like more information about Pastor Brian or New Heights Church, visit newheightschurch.info and be sure to follow Pastor Brian on Twitter and Instagram. Until next time, thank you so much for liking and sharing.